This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarva speaking, inviting you to stay tuned now for another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message on the old Trailblazer broadcast. Our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. We want to continue our study there again in the first book of the first letter of Peter, the Apostle. Uh, yes, and we're now in chapter 5, and uh, this morning and our lesson is found in verse 3. Before we read verse 3, remember in our last study we saw that God's messenger, God's pastor, God's elder, they all are the same in God's sight. We saw that we as God's men are to feed the flock which he has given us to oversee. I often see preachers now uh, looking, as it were, for a place to preach. Some tell me they have uh, their resume put out amongst the churches. But I believe that if you are called to the ministry, uh, you won't have any trouble. You won't have to hunt a place to preach, nor will you have to hunt someone to hear you. No, the Lord will provide someone to hear and to support your ministry if he's called you into the ministry. Let me also say, uh, we also saw where we are are not to preach and pastor just for the money. No, not for filthy lucre's sake. That All of that that comes with a calling, my friend. Uh, no, the calling of God comes first. And then, then wait on the Lord to supply your needs, pastor and preacher. I believe that many of us here at Radio Missions were influenced greatly by the old trailblazers, brought, uh, our, our late Pastor Shelton, the old trailblazer, by his life. He put everything into the ministry he had. He never owned a thing to call his own. He never owned a property, no home, no, no property, just what the Lord uh, provided for him day by day. He was very frugal with the Lord's money. <coughs> and every nickel and every dollar that ever came into this ministry still can be accounted for in our records here. Uh, he never had money to buy clothes and those things. I know that I and some of our other businessmen that were in the church back then often would take him to the uh, store and buy him a suit of clothes, and he was always thankful, very thankful, everything. And uh, yes, and then he looked after the uh, household there at the parsonage, he, the food for the household and the things that it took to run it. He saw a bargain uh, at the French market across the river or some fresh vegetables a man had on or fruit, and he'd call a work day, and the women and some of the men would come together and, uh, yes, and uh, can all of those fruits and vegetables and uh, for the kitchen. And if he didn't give it all away, he would have plenty stored up for the winter, but most of the time he gave it away. He often said that if he kept the freezer empty, the Lord would continue to fill it. But many of us here were inspired by his stewardship, and I praise the Lord for it. I know it affected my life. Uh, yes, I know it did. And I'm ashamed many times for not being able uh, to wait on the Lord as he did. But now in verse 3 we see, we read, Speaking to the elder or to the pastor, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. Don't you love to find these little jewels, my friend, hidden away there in God's word? Here we find Peter, the old apostle of the Lord. Uh, many battles he had fought, scars and all of those things were upon him. And many of the trials, many were the trials and the tribulation he had been through. And now the seasoned old veteran could easily instruct those of us 
who have never been through those things as he had. He says, now preacher, now pastor, don't, don't attempt to be a tyrant or a slave driver over God's people. Don't try and bring them under subjection to your own whims and fancies. No, God's messenger is to lead the flock. That's what God's messenger is commanded to do, to lead the flock as well as to feed the flock. Yes, no shepherd ever drove the sheep out to pasture. They followed his voice, and that's what we are to do. Let me ask you, Pastor, are you leading your people? Are you kind and gentle, yet firm in the, in the word of God? You ask, how do we lead? Look, 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 my friend, at the rest of verse 3. It says, but being examples to the flock. Now, there's the secret. There's the secret to being a faithful and true pastor. When God calls a man into the ministry, he calls him to represent the Lord. He is an ambassador of Christ. He is to lead by example. Christ Jesus, our Lord, is the pastor's example. He's my example this morning. I read, often read and study the life of our Lord, and uh, I see how he led the people. Yes, he's our example. He is a pattern. Uh, he, he is to, to pattern himself. God's man is, I believe, after the Lord in all his ways. Let me read from Second Timothy chapter 2 and begin there at verse 24. And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient, in meekness instructing those that oppose themselves. If God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. Then again we see in Second Timothy chapter 2 in verses 1 through 4, Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. In verse 4 says, And when the chief shepherd shall appear, when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. I believe that Peter is saying here, Pastor, elder, man of God, stay the course. Preach God's word. Be true to men and women. Isn't that, isn't that what the Lord wants you and me to do, preacher? Uh, believer, isn't that what the Lord wants you to do? Be true to the souls of men? He wants us to stay the course, not to be uh, flip-flopping around and here and there and being uh, 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 influenced by everything that comes along. Some new uh, wildfire breaks out and you run over there and gather up. I've seen men do that. Oh, new, new, new preacher in town. They all, we all. No, no, my friend. God's Word says... Uh, to uh, to stay the course, to preach the word to men and women. Exalt the Lord in all your preaching. You don't need all of that. Just exalt the Lord and uh, being the shepherd of the sheep. Oh, my friend, uh, yes, lead the flock into green pastures. Be faithful unto death if necessary. I believe the Lord expects you and me to be faithful under death. Oh, my friend, uh, just to wait on the Lord in all things. Be an example unto your people. And when Christ, the good shepherd, the chief shepherd, shall appear, then you shall receive a crown of glory 
God's man is not uh, expecting any laurels here in this earth, on this earth. No, God's true messenger is despised often by the world and uh, counted as dumb. But no matter, he's not distracted. He knows that his reward is in heaven, and that is to be with the Lord who died for him who called him to preach the unsearchable riches of Christ. No, we're not looking for anything here except uh, to please the Lord in everything. Let me tell you a story that the old trailblazer told uh, one morning on the broadcast. This old missionary couple had spent all of their lives on the mission field, and now they'd grown old and gray-haired and stooped shoulders and were coming home, coming home to die. No longer were they able to carry on there in the on the backside, as it were, in the in the one of those foreign countries, as they had given all of their lives, given all they had for the Lord's word and for His work. And when the ship that they were on reached New York Harbor, there was a large crowd assembled there on the dock. The brass bands were playing, folks uh, uh, standing around on the dock, and uh, yes and to hear and see all the celebration. This old missionary and his wife thought, uh, sure, how that some of the, uh, someone was uh, celebration, celebrating their arrival until they saw the president and his wife and his entourage escorted off the ship and down the broad plank, down the broad walk to the, to the, uh, to the dock. And all the people left them alone there. And there, were the, there they were standing alone on the deck of the ship. The wife was so disappointed. She said, oh, oh, I thought they were welcoming, welcoming us home, my dear. And the old man brushed away a tear from her eyes and said unto her so kindly, my dear, we're not yet home. No, my friend, you and I, you and I who are faithful in the work of the Lord, no matter what it may be, preaching, preaching witnessing, teaching in the Sunday school, one day we'll go home to be with the Lord. Are we not home yet? We don't expect we don't expect the praise of man here. Now, our hope uh, is to please the Lord. No, while we're here on this earth, we, our aim is to please the Lord. And when our lives are over, we can hear our Lord say, "Welcome home, my child." You and I can only be faithful, oh my friend, and and true by His grace. Yes, we have nothing in us to hold our hold ourselves. We are kept by His grace, by His power, and by His might. Would you just look to the Lord this morning, my friend, for His keeping grace? Are you, are you a child of God this morning, my friend? Are you? How, can you say with a surety, with a certainty, that you know the Lord? Oh, I pray that you can. Oh, my friend, this, this, this life, we're not here for long. No, we're not here for long. We're just passing through. We're only strangers and pilgrims in this earth. God's children are not earthbound. It, the, the great riches and popularity and all of those things have no effect on God's man. It shouldn't. It better not have because this is not our home. We're just passing through. When we leave this old life, everything that we have title to will remain here. My friend, uh, are, are you trusting the Lord like that? Is the Lord real to you this morning? He is to me. I wish you knew him. I wish each one of you who, who hear these broadcasts knew the Lord. 
in the forgiveness of sin, you can. Yes, we preach Christ dying for sinners, my friend. That's what the God's Word tells His man to do. Preach the gospel. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove and rebuke with all long suffering. And our, and our friend, to bring you, thus saith the Lord. That's what we do here each morning on the old Trailblazer broadcast. The Lord is blessing this broadcast. Many are writing in telling us that it means something to them. But let me ask you this morning, are you a child of God? Let me just be true to you. God's Word commands me to be true to your soul. I can't be uh, less than truthful. But uh, do you know the Lord? Have you ever seen yourself as a lost sinner? Have you ever been down that road of Holy Spirit conviction where you've come to see that you deserve nothing but a, but hell? And then the Lord, by, by grace, by His grace, lift you up, put your feet on the solid rock, give you that new spirit, that new heart. And my friend, God's Word says, I will give you a new heart. Do you have a new heart this morning, friend? Oh, what grace it is to wake up in the morning knowing that that heart has been renewed. Oh, once it was hard, once it was cold, critical, and clammy, and all of those things had no remorse over anything. Sin meant nothing to it. But now that new heart uh, that the Lord gives us, what a grace it is to be able to stand this morning or sit here before this microphone and tell you of the grace of God that uh, the Lord has upon sinners. His mercy, my friend. Why? Because Christ died for us. Oh, my friend, if you just knew that Christ died for your sin. Are you a sinner this morning? You say, well, I try not to be. My friend, the Lord only saves sinners. Did you know that? No one ever comes to know the Lord until he sees himself as a sinner. You won't come. You won't come unless you're driven by the sheer agony of knowing your sinful condition, my, my friend, this morning. Oh, if we just knew, if I could just say to you what's on my heart. This is the old trailblazer, my friend, Brother Albert Pendar is coming to you again this morning, closing out the broadcast. Remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. You write us and let us hear from you. Help us with the broadcast if you can. But most of all, tell us that you're praying for us. Goodbye and God bless you. The Radio Bible and Book Room is a nonprofit ministry of the First Baptist Church of Algiers in connection with Radio Missions. We offer over 1,500 titles of early Puritan, Baptist, and Reformed works, including commentaries, sermons, devotionals, gifts, children's products, and a variety of King James study Bibles in regular, large, and giant print. For an online catalog and information about the Radio Bible and Book Room, visit our website at radiomissions.org. 